everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pillow Talk with Mark and B, the podcast where we just talk. I'm B, and I'm here with my wonderful boy, fiance. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey, I'm Mark. Welcome. How's it going, babe? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Chilling? Uh, just chilling. A beautiful day on the deck here, so. Always beautiful day. Yeah. We have a nice episode for you, and it's actually your idea. Uh, yeah, the episode today is about fear. Uh, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't put a lot of work into this episode. I never really do, so this is going to be just some casual thoughts. Yeah. Kind of some insight in, into some things, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess before we get started, yeah. uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, feel free to email us at pillowtalkwithmarkmb at gmail.com. You can also reach us at Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok at pillowtalkwithmarkmb. And if you want to support the show, you can give us a dollar on Patreon. A buck goes a long way, um, especially out on the island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you want to uh, donate one time, thanks, Bree, for doing that. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah. One-time donations are also available in the podcast description below. Yeah. Okay. So the episode is fair. So basically what got me on this uh, thought process was I, uh, I met a chick and I was taking her home on my boat. <laughs> what a story, eh? What a story. <laughs> uh, but basically on the boat ride, it was a little choppy in the ocean. It wasn't outlandish. But, uh, you know, she was doing the full-on hand clench. Um, and I could tell. So that was taking it slow. And you could still tell she was kind of a little freaked. And about halfway through, like, not even, like, it was just, we were just about through the shit of it, too. Uh. But anyways, yeah, like, she was basically like, I can't do anymore. We have to, we have to go back. Wow. Yeah. And it got me thinking. I'm like, wow, this person was so afraid. Like, of this. you guys were gonna go do like an excursion. Yeah, they were. I was taking them to go hang out in town and have a lovely day and stuff. Yeah. And like it, yeah. But it was just like she let the fear grip grip her and took control of her vacation. It literally took the day away. Yeah, and it was such an interesting thing. We brought him back here and we had fun still. No, no yeah. issue. But it was, you know, I. Yeah, so that's basically what spawned this episode. So going through it, like, uh, I was just kind of thinking about my own life. Like, yeah, of course, we've all been afraid. Mm -hmm. Afraid of things or afraid to do things, afraid to take that step, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, just, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how many ways, like, there's a million things that you can be afraid of. You can be afraid of the dark, failure, abandonment. Yeah, like a a common one was, you even told me this story the other day, and it's very interesting. (laughs) So a common one is you're afraid of dark basements, right? Mm -hmm. Every child is afraid of that dark corner room in the basement. You're like, what the fuck is a furnace? It turns on and now it rumbles. You know, everyone's afraid of it. Uh, You told me a story the other day of how you got over your fear of kind of the dark, but more specifically, like, something in the dark. Yeah. So what had happened was I watched a movie I was not allowed to watch. Of course, we all do it. It was Chucky, and the premise of Chucky, for those who haven't seen it, is this, this doll. I think it's cursed. It's probably possessed. Yeah, possessed cursed. Um, and it comes to life and just starts killing people, and then eventually it gets married. Chucky's bride. <laughs> has a family (laughs) great dad great dad supportive husband but yeah he's just like wild like obviously this maniac little doll that goes around killing people and finds joy in it whatever so i'd watch these movies and when i watched it i was at my aunt and uncle's house babysitting for the girls they had gone to bed and whatever and like sitting in the laundry basket in front of the tv was this like Chucky size <laughs> that was like broken or whatever with hair missing. Oh and, like, just, yeah, like, super creepy. Little disheveled. 
So I was like Disheveled. bent out of shape about this for <laughs> months, like for months. So I share a room with my sister, but we were at the very end of the, the basement. So you basically go down the stairs, you'd pass two rooms on either side. You'd go a little bit farther. There was a an office on one side, and then you'd go farther, and then it was like a big room that our rooms were both in. Yeah. And I was on one side, she was on the other. So to get out of the bedroom in the middle of the night to go pee, I would turn on my lamp, the first light, then the second light, <laughs> then run up the stairs, and then like turn on that light or whatever, and then come back down. The issue why, like it was so scary because in that... Like, as soon as you go down the stairs, there's, like, those two double doors. There was a crawl space under there. Oh, yes. So, I used to have dreams that Chucky would, like, jump out of that crawl space and grab me, grab my legs, grab whatever. I was, like, terrified for months. This went on for months. I didn't... Oh, man. It was so stressful. So, then, finally, one night, I had a dream where Chucky came out of this, like, garbage can, like the ones that are outside in the back alleys. Yeah. And he came out of this garbage can, and he, like, jumped out, and it scared me, and then I just, like, drop-kicked him. And then he, like, <laughs> fell, and his face shattered or whatever. Oh. And then that was the end. And in that dream, I remember, it wasn't when I woke up. It was in the dream that I had this realization. I was just like, wait a minute. He's half my size. Yeah. I could just kick him and then be done with it. Like, <laughs> I'm faster than him, I'm stronger than him, I'm bigger than him, and that was it. Yeah. It was just this, like, flick in the switch, and that, I never thought about it again. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like perspective honestly, genuinely changes everything about fear. Yeah, yeah. And so what I wanted to do was kind of give some examples. Um, first, I feel like, well, let's kind of go through what people are typically afraid of. Because I, I put something out into the Instagram or whatever, yeah. the listeners, and they gave some of their answers. And I want to kind of touch on some of those and then some of the ones that, like, I just kind of thought of. So some of the ones that we got from listeners, if this would load, um, one was afraid of the dark. Sure. Afraid of not being loved. Afraid of being alone. Do we want to, like touch on some of these real quick yeah afraid of the dark's a neat one because it's like yeah it's so primal it's just like it's weird because like even when you're younger like well actually this is weird too because when we were younger we were given the option of like a light like a night light or whatever yeah yeah where we currently live there's no like too bad if you're afraid of the dark yeah so so sad sad. yeah and these people should be the ones afraid of dark because it comes from like uh you know Fucking Black Panthers and Puma sneaking up on you and eating right. you in your sleep. Yeah, because you just can't see. <laughs> yeah, because you hear them growling in the forest and God, God damn, it's a monster. Yeah, so yeah. I think the root of being afraid or, of the dark is not knowing what's in it. Yeah, it's that like unknown element and it's like, yeah, our ancestors have definitely fallen prey to some things in the dark before. Right. So it's, it's in us. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I just picture those howler monkeys on this island. If we didn't know what those were, we'd like, holy crap. Sometimes there's like drums that go on late at night here. And like, if anybody's seen, what's that like Blue Lagoon movie? Yeah, sure. And basically these two. Or even like King Kong. King Kong, yeah. Any any like (laughs) ritualistic (laughs) kind of like (laughs) indigenous ceremony type thing. But we hear this like, yeah, this drumming every couple weeks. Yeah. I could get it. I could let it go to my head. I try not to. (laughs) It could get crazy. Um, one person said, biggest fear is abandonment, and it's because my dad was, pa- or my dad passed away at 13. Yikes, yeah, yeah. This enough. is huge, because, yeah. like, we as humans are not meant to not have a father and a mother. Sure. That's how we're built. So even when my parents did what they did, 
still to this day, I'm trying to, like, fill these little holes that my 13-year-old self didn't have and stuff like that. And so, yeah, like, and this could go from everybody where it's like, okay, like, I can't control the situation. He might have died from sickness, suicide, like, whatever, but you didn't control that he was gone. So now, like, I can't control if a boyfriend leaves me. I can't make a kid love me. Yeah, and it might be, like, that fear element, like, might take hold in the, you might not ever try to connect with anyone again. Mm-hmm. You withdraw. Like, oh, well, I've I can't. lost already. I can't lose yeah. that. Yeah. So sad. It's crazy. And so many people feel that. And I feel like not even just about like deaths in the family, but relationships, sure. job losses, sure. moving. Like there's all different kinds of reasons. It's so sad. Um, somebody else said uh, being alone. Yeah, sure. I mean, I feel like that's I feel like that's only scary because you don't know yourself well enough. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. If we're just going to cut to What? Well, mm, no. No. Like, I know I know we're both very Alone, independent. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like, we're both very independent people and we'd be fine. But, like, the point of humanity is to connect with other people, man. Yeah. Without any connection point, without being able to share it, it would be very lonely and sad. Like, in a relationship or just, like, in life? Like, because if you've got friends... Yeah don't discount the current relationships you have because it's not like a love relationship, right? Like, I feel like there's so many different chapters of our lives that, like, you will have relationships you won't. Being alone, yeah, that's a big one. Sure. Not being loved, huge one. I feel like everybody, to some degree, is afraid of that one way or another. Yeah. Has been. Has been. Hmm. Afraid of... Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I mean, like I, that's why you get in. Like, that's why girls dress up for the club. Like, yeah. okay, well, I got to make sure that I look really good. I got to make sure that this is good. I got to feel good. I got to look good. I got to sound yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Like, you do it because you're afraid of what happens if you don't. Yeah. Who's that fear again? What? Ha- Not being loved. Not being loved. Yeah, that one's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Being forgotten being forgotten ah yeah some of these are so interesting because like i'm trying to look at my life and see like afraid of not being loved couldn't give a rip don't care yeah don't care i i definitely understand the concept of i wouldn't want to be alone but i don't care if i'm loved do you think that's because you've always just been loved um yeah that is interesting that i don't understand the concept of not being loved but i don't know but i i no i feel like it's more like I know what I'm doing. I got it. Yeah. I, 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 I can love myself, but, like, it goes back to, like, I can't be, I can't, if I am alone, I am alone. I can't, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I can't make up for another human, but I can love myself, trust me. Right, you know, right. No, treat sense. myself well, and, anyways, what's the, the next one you said? Forgotten. Forgotten, yeah, and I was just, like, trying to apply that one, and, like, some people, like, I feel like this is, like, a big thing for today, like, yeah. like, people are just out there trying to get famous for some fucking reason, like, mm-hmm. why do you, like, it's wild, too, because I really don't think people understand that, like, do you ask about your great-grandparents? Yeah. How many times have you asked about your great Fuck. Even put it this far. Do you ask about your friends' lives? Yeah. Because, you know, like, you, you, they don't honestly care. Like, yeah. you, Like, they do. Obviously, they do. But, like... I feel like there, yeah. there is that like disconnect, man. Everyone's their own person, their own life. Everyone got their own stuff going on. Yeah, like you're, you're, you're just a fucking blip. That's such a weird one. Like that. I wonder where that comes from. Fear of being forgotten. Like, well, and I feel like even some of your friends are like, no, I needed to have kids so that I have a legacy. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Family lineage and like all of that. Can I feel like that is a sense of being forgotten. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. The other day, you and I heard that like the the 
millions of years of life in family lineage and blah 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 ends with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like screw you your ancestors. Kids, <laughs> all of the work, all of the bloodlines, all of the people ends with you. Yeah. Which is a wild thought. <laughs> Just Fun. wild. Yeah, forgotten. Yeah. Uh, fear of being... I, I, I wonder if that comes from, like, a fear of, like, not doing anything noteworthy. Like, I'm just trying to understand oh. these fears a little better, kind of, you know, like... Uh, yeah, see, I was So like, it's like... Sorry. I don't think I'm afraid of feeling forgotten. I do feel like if I'm remembered, I want it to be positive. I don't care if I'm remembered or not. Sure. If it happens... Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I'd rather not be like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, it's just like you haven't done anything with your life, so it's like uh, you haven't done anything noteworthy. Noteworthy, so it's like that fear of like shit. Now I'm gonna be forgotten. Like what? But like it stems from like you haven't do something, so you remembered. But like I don't know. Possibly. I like so so fear. Like it it it's obviously like you know like all our senses. It's something that uh, it's communicating. It's communicating something to us, right? So what is that thing? You know. So. I feel like, like with everything, guilt, it's telling you that you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anger, it's telling you that you're probably hurt. Fear, I think it's a way to keep you safe. For sure, yeah. So, but here's the thing, okay, like people are fear of like failure, abandonment, getting hurt, fear of getting feelings, fear of change, Change, sure. fear of growth, fear of staying stagnant fear of other people's opinions, most of those things that I just listed aren't something that I can control. Yeah. Fear of other people's opinions, fear of failure. And it's never failure, by the way, it's just the first try. (laughs) Like, that's it. Yeah. It's never failure, it's just your first try. Yeah, just just keep going. Yeah. Fear of getting hurt, you can't control. And actually, you're going to get hurt. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Like that that might be like the biggest fear in today's society for some people yeah. is fear of getting hurt. This person called me a name online. Yeah. Like grow like what is that? It's because they were hurt their whole lives. Like I huh. feel like to some degree people have been trying to create this barrier or like this wall of protection around them for so long because mom and dad didn't that now they're taking it upon themselves and trying to just canister everybody like fuck this i'm going to protect everybody social Mm. justice warrior nobody nobody stood up for me so i've got to stand up for everybody else but the reality is that like sorry you don't get participation trophies yeah like it just doesn't work like that life doesn't work like that yeah you can get paid when you work, yeah. but just showing up to work isn't going to get you paid. Yeah, like nothing is free. Everything has a cost. So it's exactly. like if you're not paying that cost, somebody else is. Exactly. And then that's not right. Yeah. So what I think is fear is a tool to keep you safe. For sure. Now, the issue um, is that I feel like people really take that to the... Sure, you know, sure. Like way too yeah. far. Like uh, growing up in my childhood, like... Uh, I definitely wasn't a very like sh- like fearful boy or whatever. Yeah. But the only times I truly was afraid was when I was with my two brothers and my dad, and we were all about to do something like jump off a cliff or go rock climb or you know something where since I was the youngest and I did have to try to keep up with them, right. you know, it was there was that fear element where it's like I know I can't keep up to these guys, right. and that fear element was there like okay, don't do that little bit. You go up that high like. Now, my middle brother, he did not have that. Like, yeah. he did not have that same kind of, like, 
age gap maybe that or that like caution like he could keep up with the oldest brother that much more so then that like yeah fear didn't happen as much and he's reckless man he's a reckless person gets hurt all the time his nickname is broke horse broke horse like broke. like that's not a that's not it's what not you good. want <laughs> <It's not laughs> but good. but the thing about it is yeah he's fucking fearless yeah. he'll do anything and everything actually i'm glad you brought that up because let's talk about the rock yeah he came down here and we were just like doing some like river splunking or whatever and there's this one nice rock jump and I was up front and I seen it and I was gonna jump from rock to rock and it was good and I'm like no no I'm a pussy <laughs> just straight up no I'm a pussy I'm not gonna so then you and me shoot forward we're like running through this river yeah. no problem and Brant's nowhere to be found yeah we look around like what the hell am so we turn back around and he is out, like, yeah, like in the water, like. Like fuck. I guess he jumped uh, on the rock. His feet slid from yeah. under him because the rock was wet, and he landed on his ass. Yeah. And then it shot up his spine. He lost a camera. Like. Yeah. Not good. Yeah, like it's funny because I remember looking at that rock, and I remember looking. Oh, that's wet. Oh, there's some moss there, and just like the fierce, like springing in me, like the, yeah. the caution: don't do it, don't do that's it, don't do it. Keep you safe. Don't. Do the, it. Don't do it. And then even Brant said he was like, I looked at it, and I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. I do it. And then, Exactly. And see, that is the difference between kind of this is this is what I'm saying, like in my life where it's like, so I didn't have, I knew I couldn't keep up with my brother, but Brant always could keep up with the oldest one. So yeah. it's like, yeah, he would push himself to that furthest bit and often he would hit it, but then oftentimes yeah. not as well. Now, if he was here, I'm sure he would tell everybody that every single time he's been hurt, it's pretty much been worth it. And he would yeah. again, and, he and, give and, a fuck. And yeah, that's the thing. Like The risk is way, or like the reward is yeah, and I'm not even like talking shit about no, like yeah. trying to like discredit what he does. Like it, it, it is very admirable. Like I know half the shit he does, I don't do, it's and crazy. it is out of fear because it's just like, ooh, I, I, yeah. I don't want to hurt myself. <laughs> you know, I think there's another end of this yeah. too because I think that there are a lot of, and I'm sure people are not going to like this, but anxiety yeah. is a form of fear. Sure. And it's just I think another word. You don't yeah, want to yeah. say that you're scared to go to work. Yeah. So you say you've got anxiety. Yeah. But let's really, really yeah, dive like, into that. Is it because your work yeah. environment is toxic? Is it because, like, why don't you want to go to the family dinner? I've got anxiety. Why? What is that? Yeah. Well, I know that my dad is going to lose his mind. Yeah, anxiety is a feeling of unease such as worry or fear. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So I think if everybody, yeah, and I really like tough love, sorry, but I really think that if you were like, okay, am I afraid of it? Yeah. Or am I anxious? Like, let's really, like, let's switch the anxious word to fear. And how, how does yeah. it sound? This is an interesting component about fear that we'll maybe get to a little bit more. Um, and it is a mind game. Fear can be conquered. You know, we you watch movies where the heroes have to do something courageous and they always give you the spiel. Oh, how'd you do that? Weren't you afraid? And he's like, I was terrified, but I fucking did it. always the amp up talk. Yeah, exactly. Where you've got the hype man and they're doing yeah. this big like speech okay. to get yeah. everybody going and then they fight and they do it and then they succeed and then Ex like, holy shit, how'd you do that? Like, yeah, but it wasn't because he wanted to in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, yeah. So it is that thing like fear. It's like you do have to take mentally even matters into your own hand, especially mentally. Yeah. You know, like. Just yeah. Like, no, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go to this dinner. Here are my three things to do. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. If I need to leave, I'm gonna go to the bathroom because that's a normal thing to do, and that's it. Like, it's really, really interesting to see how many people just let anxiety or fear cripple them. Yeah. 
like yeah. crippled. Yeah. How many people are like, no, I, I've never left the country. I would never. I've never left my home. I, I would yeah. never leave my family. I would never leave my parents. I would never. I would never move abroad. I would never leave my job. I would never leave my boyfriend, even though he's an asshole. Yeah. I would never. I don't even know. Look, it's. It's funny because I feel like you and I, obviously, have changed a lot in the last year. Sure. I have changed like monumentally in the last five years and it's weird because i genuinely have a fear of staying stagnant mm. like i it stresses me out when people can look back and look two years back and not have changed sure be in the same spot same job same mentality sure. same relationship like and i'm not saying jump to relationships jump to jobs or anything but like yeah. if there's no actual internal growth which usually is due to your environment yeah um then yeah like you just stayed the same and i'm terrified of doing that yeah so why why are you terrified of staying the I, same yeah, i had role models who were okay with it hmm oh so you just seen the yeah okay so you've seen those people where it's just like well yeah your life is shit your life is still shit i can't ever be like you and then yeah. it's like the complaining yeah I'm like, oh my god i hate this and the fucking government and this and this and this but then like what are you, what are you doing about that <laughs> like i can't if if I can't listen to them complaining, then I also need to be somebody who's doing, you know? Yeah. And so that's, like, a big thing. But I feel like, yeah, like, you need to let fear motivate you to do something, not let you freeze. Yeah, it's an interesting thing because it's that double-sided sword because, you know, it is there to keep you it safe. Has to keep you safe. But also at the same time, it, you know, anything dangerous is worth can be worth doing. Like, uh, or no, 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 let me rephrase that. Yeah. I messed up the wording of that one, but <laughs> yeah, with danger, with risk comes reward. Yeah, every time. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. The reward might just be real. like you jumped that rock and you landed that gap and you, you were great. and you nailed that one percent chance that you did it, and that might have been the reward. And but, now you can say that you fucking got it. But right. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think. Okay, so there's this movie that I, mm. well, actually, it was a book. I read it in grade eight, and man, to see the paper that I did on that now, I would love to see that, because now I feel like I actually get it. And the book is called The Giver, and it's essentially about a dystopian community, and there's no color, there's no, like, personality, there's no differentiating factors, yeah. there's nothing. And it's basically... Um. Yeah, you. Yeah, a couple other really interesting parts about that. Yeah, they don't really have feelings. They have family units. Family units, not yeah. Families. So everyone is adopted. And another really big part of that movie is just the use of language that they use. So they yeah, have a phrase so where they're always saying precision of language. Um, so, okay, so let me just set up the scene. Yeah. So you've got these family units. Typically, it's a mom, a dad, and two kids. And then each parent has their, like, duties that were assigned to them after graduation. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, they do all their aptitude tests. Oh, this guy's really good at doctoring, so we're going to put him. So yeah. it's all kind of predetermined. You fit perfectly into your community. Yeah, and then as you go through school or whatever, they kind of, like, watch you and see yeah. what you're good at. So the main character's best friend, one of them was, like, reckless, crazy, dangerous. He ended up being, like, a flight, a flight simulator guy. Yeah, like a drone pilot or yeah. something, yeah. And then his other friend was, like, super maternal and sweet and caring, so she ended up being in the birthing center or whatever. Yeah. 
Now, this birthing center is basically how reproduction happens. Again, there's no family, there's no relationship, there's no fucking, there's, there's no, no kissing, sex, there's yeah, no kitchen, there's no touching of the opposite yeah. sex. Like it's all very formal. Yeah. And so they have this birthing center where there's birthers, there's like mothers, the actual givers of life or whatever, and assigned to you at, at graduation. Yeah. And that's how the babies are done. And then they're throughout the movie. So basically. Um, these kids are about to go to graduation and again there's no color in this movie yet yeah so these kids are about to go to graduation the one friend gets a drone pilot the other friend gets the mother ward or whatever and then the main character what's his name i forget main character is he becomes the giver of memories no he becomes no, he becomes the receiver. receiver yeah so that's how he's like and he's like well what's the receiver and then you find out that something happened to the last receiver 10 years ago <laughs> and it's like this weird position that's kind of like Everybody knows about you. Everybody sees you. Whatever. So then he goes to this house way at the end of where they're supposed to be, the limits of this like dystopian world, and this old man is there, and basically he is the giver, and it's his job to hold all of the memories of the past. Yeah. And I'm talking everything: grief and suffering and snow and happiness and singing and yeah. dancing and all of these and it's the craziest thing to watch this little kid this 8 17 year old kid discover dancing for the first yeah, time yeah yeah or music and, and joy yeah, and, and joy. The happiness kissing that and, feels. and yeah yeah so he goes home and he's like dad do you love me and then mom snaps precision of language dear you can't say that I'm like not precise we enough. we are we are ex- we are happy to look after you yeah. Stuff like that. Where it's not like, you yeah. make me proud. Yeah. Basically, like, so they made this whole dystopian world because, you know, emotions, they get us into all types of trouble, trouble whether yeah. they're sexual desire, whether they're lust, whether they're greed, whether they're fear. Yeah. So they actually developed this world where they take this, like, injection and it limits all these emotions and stuff. So no one else talks, like, in the with emotion. No one else feels emotion. Yeah. So this... As he's as the movie progresses, he gets to experience more and more things, and slowly the move, movie becomes more colorful. He stops taking his medication, you know. And it's just like this whole new world, and basically, yeah. like whatever he fixes it, he gets out. Everybody can remember. Him sure. Well. Yeah, we won't spoil anymore. Yeah, <laughs> go watch the movie. Yeah, it was fantastic. Actually, movie. read the book. Um, but the point is, especially with all the stuff with the ex, and like listening to him talk about the relationships that he's going through, and listening to people be afraid of being forgotten and being afraid of not being loved. or It's just, I feel like this movie was so, so, so good for letting you know how important memories and pain and suffering and yeah. happiness is to the human experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, without it, like, they were all just drones. drones. It's like, are you really living if all you are doing is just, you're numbed out, you're doing your assigned responsibility yeah. that the government gave you. You're just here you're to just here reproduce or to... To keep the human know. species going. It's like, no, that's not what life is about. It's not what life's about. And it's like it's more and more beautiful anybody who is yeah. even now like the famous people or whatever everybody who people are obsessed with like well how'd you get to where you are it's never been an easy road yeah that's why they're proud of themselves that's why they have you know they can look back and be proud of themselves. Yeah. and you know like there are certain people who look back and they're like well fuck i haven't accomplished anything because yeah. they know it was never them yeah it was mom and dad or it was the girlfriend or whatever else but like I don't know, like when people are like, well, I just want to stop hurting. I'm like, no, no, don't. Don't stop hurting yet. You really need to feel that. Feel Mm. it, enjoy it, 
like like really experience it because yeah. after it is joy yeah like you want to experience everything you want to experience fear but you don't want to let it conquer you like we we watch horror movies because we want to experience fear yeah you know yeah um but we, yeah, like you, you still want to be able to conquer it or something, yeah. just like any emotion, I suppose. Yeah, but it's so important to like, don't be afraid of being alone because that's something you need to experience. Sure. Don't be afraid of yeah because, because you know at some point you will be alone. Yeah, that's like, the thing. We all die alone. Yeah. At some point, your spouse, even if after fifty years, they're gonna die. Yeah. You're going to be abandoned by them. It's just that's life. That's like, just fucking life, man. And I think just as much as like. It's weird because people are like, well, life isn't fair, da 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 But they don't really teach that. Like, yeah. life is just as unfair as life is happy. Yeah. Or a roller coaster of emotion. Like, life is everything. Happy yeah. and fear and stress and sad and painful. and But you have to experience yeah. all of it. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, uh, fear anxiety going back to that and stuff and like it can be i'm just trying to gather this thought here and how it can kind of be taught and just passed on from like person to person so like uh some families are just they they all suffer from anxiety or whatever yeah. and like it just like it it just gets passed on and man i'm trying to hmm. even in that book that we were reading where it's like that that one kid was afraid of being in that in the room or like didn't like not being near an exit mm. and it was because somewhere in their family yeah. line, something happened and that's what they were afraid of like there yeah. are very like genetic things that sure. are kind of related to or biological things that are related to fear like trauma is a very very real thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and again this is all indicating like especially if you if you've got trauma from when you're younger it's because you know that at three years old your father should not be hitting you yeah like that's fear telling sure. you that this situation's not okay. Sure, sure. The issue actually with our brains is if you're still anxious or stressed about something that happened seven years ago, that's how you know your brain hasn't rewired or fixed itself. Hmm. Hasn't dealt with it. Hasn't dealt with it. Yeah. Because then your brain is perpetually thinking that this thing, even though seven years ago, it's still big, it's still here, I'm not going to be able to deal with it. Haven't seen my mom in six years, but I can't handle the stress of even thinking that I'm going to see her. Yeah. She's no longer a threat. Yeah. Like, you need to rewire your brain to know that, like, you now live alone. And she's not in your life. And she doesn't know where you are. And there's no way for her to find you. Like, you have to separate it and rewire it because that's your brain is rewired in a trauma response hmm. in order to protect itself. So that three-year-old kid can continue being like, no, no, I wasn't supposed, I'm not supposed to be hit. I, yeah, can't, yeah. I need to be away from the situation, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. if you don't fix that, then at 36, you're still terrified. Yeah, and yeah. And it's not, it's not healthy and it, it's not uh, conducive. Yeah, it's like, not there's productive, no purpose for yeah. It anymore. Now that fear isn't keeping you safe. Yeah, it's yeah. It's keeping you immobilized. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a crazy thing. Our bodies are crazy. Yeah, they are. And even when you think of, like, the fear of, like, starting a new job or sure. even, like, moving to Panama, like... I didn't know what to expect. I knew it was going to be fun. Like, however <laughs> we're going to cut it, we're going to have a good time. Like, let's hope. But, yeah, like, the thought of not doing that. Interesting. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I, I wasn't afraid at all to do it. Like, I was, I was more hyped. Yeah, man. I'm like, I'm I was the... more anxious about getting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but it, I, I remember as soon as we kind of, like, 
got out of the airport and we're finally like, wow, we're free people again. Holy no shit. one's shuffling us places. Like, yeah. yeah. It was so nice. Yeah, like... And again, risk out... Or the reward. Yeah. And the risk. The risk... Oh, wait. The reward The risk. Wait, hmm. the risk? Yeah, that, I guess it'd be that. That yeah, doesn't yeah. make sense. That's not the saying. I don't know what it is. Is it even a saying? Is it? Did somebody say it? Sir. Sir! <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, no. Even dating you, I was like, I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> it was like... I don't know if it was a fear thing. Actually, no, I can. It was definitely a fear thing because it was a control thing. If I can control my situation, I won't get hurt. Yeah. So I didn't want to just like let it go, start dating <laughs> you, open up all these feelings, <laughs> blah blah blah. Gross. Let's look in this feeling box. What do you got in here? Don't like that. No, <laughs> that way. Yeah, and I was terrified. But then that note changed that note. everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that. Fear is a really good, th- a really crazy thing because, yeah, like, there's, I, you should be afraid of the ocean. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's, there's fucking sharks. And <laughs> there's monsters in there. in there. And I heard today that, like, Mariana's Trench, like, the lowest part of the ocean. Yeah. When you are in a plane as high the, as you can go. In, like, a standard commercial flight. Yeah, yeah. Mariana's Trench is higher than that off the ground. Oh, God, that's a lot of water. That's a lot of that's water. There's a lot of sharks. Water. It's a lot of fucking jellyfish. It's Yikes. a lot of, like, there's a lot of shit going on. And apparently yeah. the Caribbean Ocean is the deepest. Yeah. One of the deepest. Yeah. I think there's one more. It's crazy. No thanks. But, yeah, like, you yeah. should have a healthy fear of the ocean. Yeah. But you shouldn't be so afraid of it that you uh, don't go in it. Or on it or in a on it boat. In a boat. Like, yeah. No, like, I have some serious, like, thaslophobia. Like, it freaks me the fuck out, like, yeah. that deep. Like, like especially if we jump out of the boat, even in, like, a lake. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be an ocean. Like, even... Yeah, I don't like water. Lakes, I really don't. I was don't. never afraid of the ocean, though. It's... Yeah, no, even lakes. And that's how I know it's actually thassophobia and not, mm. like, sea monsters. Like, because even lakes, even, like, swimming around with emery and stuff, like, mm. I sure as shit don't want to go too far out of the buoys, you know, or, like... I thought that's so funny. Yeah, man. I don't I don't like water very much. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you hide it very well. Yeah. Moving to <laughs> an island. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You got to conquer your fear. Fuck it. Yeah. I'm not going to let it tell me what to do. Yeah, I don't really think... That there's anything I'm like genuinely afraid of. I used to be really afraid of people high or like running behind me, <laughs> chasing me. Like so that was Josh's fault. Yeah. <laughs> but like I don't like. I sometimes I freeze up at heights. I never used to. Hmm. But I get up there. I'm like. Oh, God, <laughs> sure. But sure. I'm not like. Oh my god! I'm not doing that. Like I don't even yeah. want to go up there. I'm afraid of heights. Like it's never like that. Hmm. I'm not. Like I just don't see the like the point. Yeah. And my mom was very like anxious and she like she had really bad um uh like if she would go on a ride she would just throw up oh yeah sure like motion sickness Uh, oh yeah yeah throughout most of our lives she didn't like skiing she didn't like swimming she didn't like rides she didn't like so she was kind of always on the sidelines yeah and i wonder now if that's like why i want to be involved and Mm. why i want to like FOMO, I hate FOMO. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But why I want to be involved. I'm just like, no, no, I don't want to miss out because I'm scared or because I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I wonder. But your mom was always really involved. Yeah, she was. She's. She'd go on the rides. She's a <laughs> Crazy. You have yeah. any more thoughts on fear? Um, yeah. Growing up, there wasn't too much I was afraid of. Yeah, just like kind of just, you know. Did you ever have like nightmares and stuff? There was maybe the odd time, but I don't think ever really too much. Like, I, the time maybe that I was most afraid, I wonder what that would be. 
Like, I don't even know if it hasn't even stuck with me. I, I know one time I was robbed at knife point, me, my brother, and a friend. And even then, like, it it was comical, man. Like, it was weird. Like, Jesus. So he, he robbed Trent, takes 10 bucks. He robs a friend, takes 5 bucks. He gets to me. He's like, empty your pockets. And I pull, like, fucking Warhammer, plastic <laughs> garbage bag out. Like, just, like... What is this fucking kid up to? Like, here's my yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. What did he say? I he just let me keep it all, and then it was, oh, that's nice. yeah, then you just you know get the fuck out of here or whatever. You're I don't remember to me now. But <laughs> yeah, but it's just like yeah, I don't know. Um, that's so funny. You weren't scared. No, I don't recall being scared, but I remember like as soon as he went, I was like, what? I just said all this shit. <laughs> that's I don't funny. know. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I used to like walk around the neighborhood. We found this like old hatch thing. I think it was like a, where you put your garbage Ooh, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we found it in the hall or in the back alley one day. And, yeah. Like, we made a like the whole Bloody Mary story <laughs> and like made ourselves terrified. Yeah. It was foggy out and like. Well, is that fun? Like, yeah, it's sometimes fun to just try to yeah. freak yourself because out. Because then you get the chemicals. Going <laughs> yeah. You get like. Yeah, I love playing cops and robbers. <laughs> and we used to take it so seriously. Or like zombies. Yeah. Like, so seriously. I like getting scared. I used to really like horror movies, but I don't know. I feel like that's like been a shift. Maybe more so because of you. Yeah. But that I'm grateful for. Yeah, like, you know, there's two, type, two types. You know, there's like slashers and then there's thrillers. Like, you like a good thriller. Yeah. You don't you don't want a slasher. It's just like okay, great, we're watching this guy getting fucking bisected. Thanks. Yeah. Like, like not. Cute. I just don't need Why? that. But you know, there's a suspenseful plot and whatever. Yeah, it's I don't know. I feel like lately, especially lately, well, and even like the last episode we were talking about, like you are the five people that you surround yourself with. Yeah. So now I'm thinking about who it is. It's like. Do I really want Alex Cooper to be one of those people? <laughs> like, what movies do I watch? And what like? And yeah. then I start really paying attention to that because, yeah, I mean, my parents always told me that growing up. Like, but it's very important what you're consuming. For sure, for sure. And fear. If you're always afraid, who are you listening to? Are you listening to people telling you to be afraid? Yeah. Are you listening to people who want you to be more cautious? And why? And I think that's. I Does think the that's the government want you to thing. stay in your home and be afraid of everything outside, so you just stay in your home and die. Yeah. Hopefully like, not. Hopefully not. <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know. There's, there's always logic, and if you like, yeah. you had your logic. I, listen, there's moss on the rock. It's a little bit wet. I'm not gonna risk it. That's my logic. Yeah. Um, the whole abandonment thing. Like, you obviously had no idea how you're that your dad was going to leave at 13. Yeah. And then that's a huge hole that maybe might have gotten filled later mm-hmm. on with your mom's new boyfriend or, like, whatever it might be. But like is not filling any holes. What? What? <laughs> just oh a dark God. joke. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I just... You have to rationalize it out. Yeah. Whereas, like, what am I really afraid of? Yeah. Am I yeah. dying again? Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> like... Yeah, I think that's the point of this episode is like when I went through them I just kept on thinking like do any of these apply to me and how can I kind of beat them? Yeah, or like, you know, I think like or and then I also kept on thinking why is this? Why are you afraid? So yeah, if you're afraid try to figure out why like, yeah, and I mean like talk to somebody sure hey, I have this weird fear like it's I, I feel like it's not normal and I don't know what to do about it blah 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 Can I talk to you about it? 
talk because talking it out even listening to it and like oh you know what it does sound crazy now that i say it i mean i shouldn't be afraid of a fucking chucky doll like Mm. now that i say it out loud but talk to somebody because genuinely perspective they might go through it i mean we're talking about that on that embarrassment episode too where it's like if you're embarrassed about something talk to somebody about it because guaranteed they've got experience with it or know somebody yeah, yeah, or like sure. you're not the only one afraid of irrational things yeah yeah we live in a very fucked up world yeah. right now where it's like completely okay to not like so half the people in canada don't know where the next paycheck's coming from or yeah. where the next meal is coming from yeah isn't that fucking crazy that's a crazy fear that's a first world country that's a first world country <laughs> like yeah no it's crazy times and then if you've got some mental health problems you might want to talk about it you don't know if the government's gonna say maybe you should kill yourself i can help yeah can we just talk about that for a quick second how crazy far the canadian government do, do we have any more about fear I, I i don't know if i've said everything i well, had I, mean, I feel like, like i have i feel like we're gonna tie fear into this where yeah. it's like the government is very much wanting you to be afraid of everything yeah, yeah. but why well, why? Are, you, are you afraid of being unhealthy? Because they're not telling you to go to the gym. No, in fact, they're taxing you more money in Canada to go to the gym. If you want a gym membership, they're going to tax you like more. Their whole thing was you need to protect others and keep others safe yeah. and keep yourself healthy and blah, 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 blah. They spent trillions of dollars last year and not one cent went towards making people aware of how to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah, like... Yo, give us free gym memberships instead of taxing us for that. Yeah. Provide gym memberships for people. And then there's an opioid crisis. And instead of, you know, actually detoxing people and getting them the help they need and getting them support they need, they'd rather give more. Yeah, they literally have shoot-em-up sites where you can go to a government facility and get your clean needle so you can shoot fucking heroin and opium on the government dollar. There's more opioid deaths in Canada and America than there are like worldwide for covid deaths like yeah it's wild yeah like and growing now, up i used to be incredibly proud of canada it was a cool place you know i even fucking convinced an australian to come move to canada <laughs> you know like Sorry. yeah my bad i really let you down on that one yeah. no it was awesome man we had all the opportunity in the world and now if you're a veteran and you're looking for a wheelchair they'll just put made on you made is an assisted suicide program set up for the government it was for older people or people with like you know like i've got stage four cancer and painful and whatever fine i'm yeah i have my yeah like if you're terminal like if you're terminal you should be able to make that choice for sure but if you are a mental health patient if you are a teenager yeah this is the scary part they keep just lowering it and lowering it and making it more and more accessible to the point where yeah if you're a teenager and you're suffering from depression you can get one if you are poor in canada now you qualify for assisted suicide you know what's crazy and i read this art sorry no go i read this article of a guy who was poor and he's like yeah, yeah man i really don't know what to do like I can't, I, cannot, I, I can't afford winter's coming I'm going to die in the winter time because I can't afford anything Yeah. or at least I could just end it and not go through all that suffering and I like, don't want to die and he said that he's like I don't want to die but I literally don't have any other option I can't afford to live yeah and I don't want to kill myself is what he said I can't yeah. kill myself but I can't afford to live so yeah. I guess the government can do it wild stuff yeah wild like, man like absolutely wild and yeah. I oh I just it's not if I had a kid and I didn't even, I mean, I would, 
if there was a kid and there was a program at school and they were like, hey, if you guys want to, if you guys are going through something and like come talk to me about it, blah, blah, blah. And then that person was like, I've got assisted suicide. Yeah. Have you? No problem. My 13-year-old kid going to some like community yeah. center and just not coming home. Yeah. Are you fucked? Yeah. No. Like, like if I ever heard anyone suggest suicide, I'd press charges for assault. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Like predatory battering. Like so I don't know what it would be, but yeah, it's like. It's wild. Yeah. Canada's wild. Canada's fallen, unfortunately. It's not a good place to live. I'm glad we got out when we did. Yeah, man. The fear, man. The fear of being there was so strong that we had to get the fuck out. And every day that passes, it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird, too, because, like, yeah, like, you're... It's... I know that people want better lives for themselves. Yeah. And that they're scared or whatever excuse you want to make. Yeah. The reality is that there is one or two things that are stopping you from doing it. If it's parents, would they do the same thing for you? Or, and actually somebody was talking about, I was talking to somebody the other day where it's just like, our grandparents moved from Germany, Europe, whatever, to yeah. Canada because it was affordable and because it was a better place to live and it was because it was free. It was, it was it away was, from war you know, and violence. It was, yeah, it was a whole different world and I yeah. feel like you and me have done that and now we can afford whatever we want. Like, it was how our parents grew up and how our parents yeah. kind of like, where a bag of chips isn't $10 or <laughs> whatever it might be. Like, I just feel like, yeah, it could have been scary. It was wild. I mean, realistically, we had no idea what we were walking into. No, not a clue. But I was more afraid of staying in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Because that very healthy, very real, you've got WEF saying that they want to like lower yeah. the population and then you have Trudeau. Literally trying to just kill you. Like, just literally kill you. Like, hey, I would like some, uh, 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 what is it? Uh, therapy, please. Yeah. No, how about assisted su- suicide? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's wild that yeah. we were so right, and it's wild that so many people are still like, no, vaccines are great for you, yeah. and keep your family safe, and like, especially now that everything has come out. Like, <laughs> yeah, when Pfizer comes out officially saying, like, said, oh, we never tested actually if it stops spread, so and I don't. You still got like radio hosts <laughs> and shit being like, hi guys, just got my seventh vaccine just, booster. And if you don't get it, you're a bad person and you're not helping stop this. And I like, hope you die too. Like, yeah, it's, just, it's crazy. And then it's all these crazy people who were like, do it for your family, but yeah. I hope you die if you yeah. don't. Like, it's all these people that are so afraid to live. That's um, so thing. you mentioned this at the beginning of the pandemic, being afraid to live or yeah. being afraid to die was why they were all so crazy. Yeah, like everyone is so afraid to die. When it's like that happened, we're all gonna die. You just have to accept it. And, and also, don't like, die from old age. They yeah, die from cancer or buses yeah. or whatever. But most people in the world don't die from COVID. I can tell you that. In I fact, ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of people survive COVID. Mm-hmm. So, I heard our population still going up. Is yeah. what I heard. <laughs> this is why I think it's like, <laughs> like, why are you afraid of it? Who's yeah. telling you to? Yeah, exactly. Like, if it's just because it's the media, it's probably time for you to stop listening to it. Like, yeah. if it's just because your mom and she's been locked into in, in a room for the last 15 years because she doesn't, <laughs> she's scared of going out, probably don't listen to it. Yeah. Like, look at who, look at the life of the person that you're listening to and really decide if, yeah. you know, that's how you want it to go. Yeah. Um, there's the word security. And like to be secure, mm. and uh, yeah, it's like you're safe. You get a house and you secure it, and you're safe in your house, and you're perfectly safe, and uh, you will never have any harm come to you. But now you'll never experience the world. Yeah. 
Like, and what's the bigger loss? What's the bigger loss? Yeah, it's that fine line. Like, there's this line of where, yeah, security, fear, all these kind of things where it's like, yeah, you don't want to feel so secure that you don't ever want to do anything. You also want to be afraid sometimes. So you can either get the drive to do it. Like, it can be a motivator, you yeah. know, or a cautionary thing or whatever. Like, yeah. It, Man, it's just, you have to really know how to read all these things, and I don't know how you learn that. I really don't. Therapy. Therapy, I guess, sure. Therapy, you've got to talk Therapy, practice. And realistically, like, honesty. Like, I feel like people just are not honest. Like, and I know, and this is kind of like a touchy subject, but I know, I think it's like one in five or one in four or one in three, like an outrageous number of men have been um, sexually, whatever. Hmm. What's that word? Assaulted? Well, yeah, I guess. Molested? Molested. Sure. Yeah. One in three or one in five or something. It's crazy. Sure. But none of those men actually say it. So if they were going to be, like, if they're like, oh, my God, like, I'm I'm terrified of abandonment. I'm terrified of getting hurt, blah, 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 blah. Was that because somebody in your life hurt you and Mm -hmm. left you? Somebody that was supposed to be trusted and left you? And But for them to actually be honest about that and work that out, they would have to be honest about the fact that it was somebody who was close to them molesting them. Yeah, and yeah. people want to take out these little tidbits of information and not be honest with it, and then it never gets fixed. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And that's like a huge deterrent, I guess, to like the actual healing process, because if you're not honest. And that, like, I mean, even when Matt came on and talked about it, he was trying to be honest, and even his parents wouldn't hear it. Yeah. They were like, nope, didn't have, nope, can't talk about it, nope, just kind of like yeah. shut it down. So then he's sitting there like, okay, well, am I right then? Like, did this happen? Like, what the fuck do I do with this? Because now I'm crazy. Like, yeah, and it's, it's, it's wild what your head does to you. But I think genuinely, like the only way to get over it is to really rationalize it, put it into perspective hmm. and figure out where it came from. Sure. Okay. Those are three great tips. Rationalize it. Is this actually yeah. crazy? How many people die of shark attacks in Panama? Yeah. One ever? Ever? Okay, yeah, so I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the second one? Uh, rationalize it. Oh, put it in perspective. Put it into perspective. I guess that's what I kind of did. And I'm, Just okay. literally did. Yeah, exactly. And then figure out where it came from. Yeah. Well, like. Well, because people I watched, I watched a shark movies, movie last yeah. year. Jaws. Oh Jaws. Dun, dun, you know, Jaws dun, came out and ruined the entire shark. Like, ruined oh. sharks for everybody. <laughs> sharks were never. No, I think sharks eating people ruined sharks, sharks for don't everybody. Eat that many people. Sharks were you never eat like one a person. Scary thing. No, no, no. <laughs> sharks were never a scary thing until those movies came out, and then the whole narrative changed. Yeah, it is interesting because you see like experienced divers in water where they're swimming with sharks and just kind of redirecting them yeah. and like. If you know the shark's there, you're yeah. fine. Yeah, and or you're not doing like crazy flapping or flailing that yeah. gets them going. Yeah, it's the people who are scared that get yeah. killed. Sure, it's the people who aren't. The fear yeah, don't. The fear pheromone. I bet, Look man. Look at that yeah. whole full center, wow. full circle. Yeah, wild. Wow. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. That's that's. Oh, back. should we do a? final wrap-up of the tattooed guy yeah okay yeah so i'm trying to remember vulgarity out like let's keep the specifics out because it's disgusting i feel like it oh nope okay so it's your call 
So we had done the episode. Mark had messaged him and was just like, hey, wish we could have had this conversation with you in person. Sorry that we couldn't. Um, really genuinely wish you all the best. Um, here are some notes yeah, that like I had put can, together on the podcast. So like, here are the top three things. And then the end was just like, you got to leave us alone. Like, yeah. this is it. This is the end. Whatever. And then, like, two days later, he responded and just lost his Yeah, mind. it was pretty funny. Like, his first message was... Um, give you a check. Fuck no. Uh, Bethany is a lazy piece of shit. She always lived <laughs> off me. Um, she's like, she's. I'm glad that she's finally figured out how to make a living for herself. But she was <laughs> the laziest piece of shit. Blah blah blah. Unmotivated. Whatever. Yeah, and, he's sent the craziest message. And like. You have a lot of context in my life. We always talk about context. <laughs> yeah. It's got like four years of context. Yeah. It was, it, yeah, exactly. So right away, I'm just like, wait a minute. I remember the first time I made a move on you, you were too busy working eight jobs hustling to fucking have any time for me. You're too hard working. Wait a minute. I thought you were working at 16. Wait a minute. I thought you graduated two years early. <laughs> What are these are not hard? So basically, you just full on just like whatever the like character lot, assassinated just full on character assassinated you, and it was so like what so are like you a child bomb, like like left field like, and like and this entire time again he came in saying no harm no harm no trust me trust, trust me. me no harm I mean and I sent a, a message saying just like hey like sorry that you bailed so many times I'm kind of choked that you did yeah. Here's but what like, I was going to say to you, but I respect myself that I'm not going to waste any more time on you. Yeah. Goodbye. And it was like, dude, stay away from girls. Dude, I don't even know the last three things. Yeah, it was like, uh, my, my advice for him was don't date anyone. You're not, if you can't, like, all your problems are coming from dating, that's because you're drawing crazy women. Yeah. You know, like, it was all just don't very... Date, fix yourself. Yeah, work, be alone for a history. year, pick up a hobby, yeah. paint, do something creative, whatever it may be. Yeah. But it's basically just like be with yourself for a year and just get to know yourself. And at the end of it, I'm sure you'll find somebody who's more compatible with what you want, who you are. Yeah. And like, again, like, like, it's not like I hate him. No. Like, I want the best for him. I don't want him to be miserable. No. I don't want him to call like, me every year telling me how awful his life is. Like, I don't wish that on the guy. No. So genuinely, this is going to be a great episode. It's going to be a great talk. We can give you our advice. You want a therapy with me. You got it. No problem. <laughs> Didn't like it. Yeah. Flipped out. Yeah. Then he sent that message. And it's interesting because you described the second message. Describe Yeah, basically it was like, if we were in person, this is how it would have went. <laughs> so, so I would have calmly said, hey man, like we just, you need to work on yourself and until you, like, and you, I just don't want to be a part of your life. And then he's like, whoa, blah, 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 Bethany's this and Bethany's that, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, the message ends. And then he walks away. And it's like he takes five steps and then he turns around and flings another, like, obscenity at you. Like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And also, I thought of one more thing. She's fat. Or, yeah. <laughs> like just, well, he accused me of cheating on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is just like. And then just went, like, hard in on that. And then you and me were, like, sitting here, like, laughing. Like... Yeah, it's just like, wow. Like, just like, whoa. And then you accidentally sent the like button. like the Yeah, thumbs the up thumbs up. Button. So then he Because like nor that. I would not have responded. No, I, no. And we were like, yeah, no. try not to respond. Yeah. And then you accidentally touched that. <laughs> and then that pissed him off even more. So then he's like... <sighs> then he fucking... And PSA... I've done our research. Don't worry about this. If... If an ex-boyfriend threatens to post nudes on the internet, 
Yeah. Don't worry. Call the police. Send them the screenshot. File a report. They've got it. And then if ever it happens, right to jail. Going to jail. They're going right to jail. Wild. Yes. Yeah. What kind of fucking lunatic? Wit comes in. I trust me. Trust me. I would never hurt you. I would never hurt you again. I groaned so much. By the way, I'm gonna post your nudes. Like, and I feel like that's so 2013. Yeah, like... Like, you're a 33-year-old business-owning adult. Like, what the fuck are you... What is yeah, wrong like, with you? We were kind of laughing, but mostly the feeling I had was just sad for him, man. Like, it was just like this sad boy lashing out like a fucking wounded you animal. See, and, like, I even said that I'm physically... I don't feel safe, and this is why. Because yeah. Because genuinely, he lashes out like yeah. an animal. Yeah. And it's like, there's no rhyme, there's no reason, there's no, like... There's no tick. I don't know when it's coming. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what crazy things he's going to say. He like, is creative. I'll give him that with some of his that. some of his statements had me just like, whoa, in all the years, I've never heard that one. Never yeah. even comprehend. He used to make that a goal where if he was fighting with somebody, he'd say something like wild, like, I just want to rip off your fucking head and shove it in a clown <laughs> or something like just way sure. off that field. So then everybody was like, what? I <laughs> want to say the one he said. No, no, we're not Damn saying. it. Damn it. Disgusting human being. And yeah, I was right. We should have never answered that fucking phone yeah. call. But yeah. So now it's done. Now that you're listening, I know you're listening. We filed a report. If you post anything, you're going to jail. Yeah, so. just just leave us alone. And just grow up. Like, just grow it's up. Done. Yeah. It's done. I think that wraps it up. Yeah. Um... Figure out the fear. <laughs> Don't let it kill you. Yeah, yeah. Try to get figure out where it comes from. Even, like, actually, okay, one more story. Yeah, yeah. But this is how crazy this is, okay? Like, this is how crazy that the human connection works and blah, blah, blah. I had a friend who had kids, and the kids were fine, like, boy kids. Like, they were both boys and kind of fearless and did whatever they wanted and whatever. And uh, one day he was playing with a spider. And just playing with it, super nice, whatever. He was looking at it. He thought it was really cool. His mom rolled up, and she was like, oh, my God, a spider. Blah, blah, blah. And he hated spiders after that. Jeez, like, and meanwhile. Like, it switched him, and then he was, like, terrified of spiders. Every time he saw it, he would scream, he would cry. Yeah. He, would, like, he was fine with it before. Yeah, isn't that funny? But then mom yeah. showed him that he shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, it's like when the kid hurts himself, and they look at you, should I cry? And the yeah, mom's like, right? are you okay? Oh, my God. And then the kid cries. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, is it rational fear? Is it because somebody else said that it was rational fear? Like, let's really talk about it. It's probably not my <laughs> one friend that has a girl daughter who's, like, whatever for. I went to a park with her the one day, and she's just bashing her head off everything. Like it's crazy. And I was kind of even looking at the dad, like, yo, is she, is she okay? And he, and he was kind of just said, like, yeah, I've never paid attention to it. Like, uh, you just you just don't, like, whatever. That's it. <laughs> yeah, right. and now and now she never cries. Oh yeah, yeah. And now she just yeah. runs around the park like a hooligan. And there was a couple times where it was like a nasty one, and she just sat down for a second, <laughs> or did I forget exactly how she regrouped? But like she did, did regroup. Yeah. Whereas and back yeah, to play. I've got other friends who were just like the kid will like just fall, not scrape themselves, yeah. not fall off a tree, yeah. just fall. And mom's running yeah. over there, panic mode, like flipping out, the kids flipping out. Yeah. Here's an interesting thing. So they say like, we'll go, remember when I couldn't quite get that family tie, I just didn't want to out people. So on my mom, mom's side of the family, people are nice, people are saying on my dad's side of the family, there's lots of anxiety from my grandma to my uncles, to my aunts, to my cousins. There's so much anxiety and like depression. 
Does that and worry you? No, it doesn't. And this is it because like how much of that stuff comes from, well, they are just taking on these fucking things from their parents. Like, mm. okay, the, uh, the auntie took it from the grandma and then right. the, the cousin took it from the auntie. Right. With my family, we weren't ruled that way. So even though I have the same genes of my father and my grandmother in me, none of us boys are like that. Dude, yeah, you guys don't have that. None of us are like that. But literally everyone else in that family, all of them are like that. And it's so interesting. It's an important lesson. And I don't want to sound rude to them, but it's like people are letting people are just taking other people's fears and letting other people's fears control ruin and control their life. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's a big deal. Oh, it's a spider. Way more often than people think. And it's like little things that you don't really think where it's just like, oh my God, I would never go to Panama. That's crazy. And then all of a sudden you as a kid would be like, well, I would never leave. Yeah, it's funny. It's like, oh, you feel safe in Panama? I'm like, yeah, you know, in the area that I live, there's probably not been a murder in probably 50 years, I'd say. I was going to talk about this too, actually, because people have weird rationales about yeah. safety. Like, yeah, you want to talk about a dangerous place, go to Calgary. There's go to tons Calgary, of shootings. Go to, LA, go, to go to fucking London. You'll get stabbed. They're letting, like, full-on murderers. Yeah, like, no, no I feel no safe problem. in Panama. Thank you. Yeah, like, people have this weird, like, <laughs> even somebody was messaging me the other day and was like, well, I live in L.A. How safe is Panama? Yeah, and it's like, like y- yeah, safer than L.A. Safer like, than fucking L.A. At least told you that it was unsafe because it's a f- third world country? Yeah. Like, who There's no druggies on the street here trying to shoot up on your fucking lawn yeah there's no like <laughs> homeless people who won't get out of your apartment building like it's not like that here it's very like yeah. roman catholic and yeah. like conservative and people check themselves there's you know? decency like, laws you can't wear you can't you, you can have walk, to wear a shirt yeah you can't walk around yeah. without a shirt doesn't matter how hot it is you can't do yeah that. interesting yeah there's like yeah it's very interesting um I think that's all. Yeah, whatever. That's all. That's it. Fun little episode. Yeah, I was just there. You know, I seen that on the boat. And I just thought, man, there's a lesson here. Just don't ever let fear rule your life. Like, yeah. And it can, like, it happens so fast. I feel like time goes so fast. That, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, 2020 was three years ago. Yeah. What? what? I'm still recovering from it. Like, <laughs> three years have passed since everybody was locked in their houses and blah, blah, blah. And it's like... There are some people who have not left their house since. Yeah, no, there's some people that still are afraid of wearing masks in public. Like Wild. Yeah, man. People it's are out so there. It's so sad to me. And then missing the rest of their lives because the government wants to control you and yeah. the government wants to depopulize. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fuck the government. Fuck the government. Fuck that Canadian government. Uh, yeah. Well, should we uh, go hang out in Panama because we are free little birdies? Almost. Okay, tell me. One more political thought. Go for it. Okay, so let's talk about the supreme nation of Albertistan. Yeah. So if Alberta, I've swore off a, ven- a vow, I'll never fucking go back to Canada. Yeah. Never ever. But Canada's standing like a, a sovereignty act, and I know they're still a part of Canada and blah, 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 but that's one more step closer to, you know, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, just fucking creating their own country. Yeah, but how can that work without ports? We, Manitoba has a oh, port. Oh, I see, okay. And also, there's a law, a UN law, saying that you're not allowed to... Landlocked nations always have access to ports. Oh. Yeah. Great. So you'd still be able to port out through BC using all the exact same methods or out through the states. All I'm saying is if that ever happens, you know, we can go back to Canada and visit some people. So if all you little Albertans go out and vote... Yeah. So if you guys want me back in Alberta, Stan... Let's talk about it. Yeah. Can we talk about one more thing? Yeah, one more thing. <laughs> one more. Just yeah. because I want it on the record to get what your thoughts are. Yeah. You quit Lorehammer. 
Yeah. Before you quit Warhammer, you were talking about how it's getting big and it's the next big thing. <laughs> and, you know, I've been doing it for 20 years, but like people are getting on and like the biggest 40k podcast in the world. And yeah. on. like soon they're going to make movies, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The Last of Us was just coming out and that's what they yeah. do. They make movies, they make video games. Mm-hmm. Beat. Warhammer will blow up. Yeah. And then I was like... It already blew up. It was already number one. Then I was like, babe, (laughs) quit everything. Yeah. Let's move to Panama. (laughs) Yeah. And I I thought it was a fantastic idea. I loved it. Yeah, no. So it's interesting. Here's a tale. Like, uh, it's not a tale of regret. It's 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 just a purely what if. And what ifs can be nice. But basically, so Warhammer just got signed. They're, they're making Am- Amazon just bought the rights for Warhammer, and they're making movies and TV shows, apparently. Uh, and they even got Henry Cavill, who played Superman, who was in The Witcher. He's been in a ton of movies. He's a good actor. Um, so, it, like, it's got the potential to be... Yeah, like, there's a high-name person attached to it already. There's a couple high-name people attached to it, actually. Yeah, and it's very interesting because yeah, like uh, it's it's gonna it's now gonna hit mainstream. Yeah, and it would have been very interesting to see what me and Eric uh, could have done with Lorehammer when it hit mainstream. Yeah, and like you guys were already the biggest in the world. Yeah, and it would have been very neat to see. And I will still get some residuals of that, but not really. Yeah, um, like people like it's so I've been on Reddit the last day or two, and just like every second post is just like looking to get into Warhammer. Like, what is this story? I just heard of this. Henry Cavill's doing it. Like, wow. just hundreds of these posts, and uh, yeah, it that's all you know. It's just, it's an exciting time, and I don't wish I, I would fucking give up my whole life in Canada all over, because fuck all that noise. I'm yeah. with the one I love in the place that's fucking awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's just a very interesting little thing, is all. Yeah, it's a weird what if, like... Yeah, it's a weird what if, like... I am glad that you kind of, like, it's not like we were not, like, it's not like the alternative to Lorehammer wasn't... An island. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like just bagging groceries. It's so yeah, exactly. Like well, yeah. No, I would quit, never quit. Lorehammer to do that. Yeah, no, I don't move down. I only no, move no, up. No. The so, ladder. like, at least you have that. But I think it's really cool. I think that all of the stuff that you've even built up, like all the material you have, hundreds, hundreds, hundreds yeah. of hours, people are gonna get into. Oh yeah, people you. still get to enjoy it for sure. And yeah. then their fear of abandonment comes into play yep. when you just fuck off on. No, no. Nintendo. It's not me. What they gotta be afraid of is their girlfriends leaving them. Ah. Because these single or these new people to Warhammer, you know, they're not us nerdy folk. I'm sure they have girlfriends, beautiful, busty women. Is there a disclaimer at the beginning of Warhammer? What? Yeah, saying that yeah, we're a family-friendly podcast. Please bring your children, three and up. And leave your girlfriends at home because you're gonna end up breaking up with them. Why? Well, I'm proud of you. It's crazy to see that like this is happening now and like, yeah. what it could have been, and that's yeah. weird and weird. And- and I remember before, like, I had the ideas of Panama in my mind. I was I was talking to Eric, and I was just like, yeah, man, it's going to hit off here. Like, let's just, like, we got this Spotify thing. Let's wait another year, too. Like, this is going to be fucking crazy. You were right. Yeah. Wild. That's all. Fun well, times. That's it. That's all. Whatever. That's a different sale that has set ship. That, yeah, that's that. <laughs> if you guys want to get a hold of us, feel free to message us at Pillow Talk with Mark and B at gmail.com. You can also find us at Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok at Pillow Talk with Mark and B. Yeah. And if you want to get a hold of me, just send me a text message and I'll promptly ignore you. Yeah. Thanks. Bye.
also donate to the Patreon because oh. it definitely helps. Yeah, I won't ignore those. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> love those. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Adios.